I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Minnow. You can find me on Instagram at pops.culture or on Twitter at Papa Omino. As always, I am joined by my trusty co-host, Gabe Eppard. Gabe, how you doing today, bro? Uh, I'm doing well. Things are kind of... Great skies over here, middle of the week, you know, but trying to keep up the positive attitude and such. So, doing pretty well. I I, I have a story, but I've been I've been getting called out now by people who hear the podcast, and like I've been caught a couple times telling stories now about people, and then they end up listening and I get shit for it. But. <laughs> And I'm I, glad I'm, those days are behind me. Yeah, <laughs> but I also want to tell the story, but I'm scared that they will listen. Uh, do you think so there's I'm a like, chance that person would actually listen? Like, do you think there's a good chance? Person, well, okay, considering that I'm, it's about a story about a person that I'm considering almost like a stalker, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 that's, that's pretty odd. What if they, what if they hear me? <laughs> it pushes them to the edge, you know. Like the, the thing is, the story is about how being like pressed on social media and stuff by this person, like it's insane. And now I'm afraid because um, every time I post this stuff, or last time I posted the podcast, she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna listen." And I'm like, Yo, I don't even know you. So um, I don't know. Did you see my tweet yesterday about it? 
Um, I believe so. Is it? You said it was someone who works at someone who works yeah. at a library. Is that it? Yeah. So oh, is that I the one? Yeah. Where like, I've, I've been like trying to do work and get some stuff done at the library, um, and somehow yeah, there's this kind of weird librarian there, and she got me on social after a couple of days, and this girl non-stop messages me and like I don't I don't even respond um, anymore and she'll send me videos like and I don't even say anything they're like they're kind of like she's trying to like seduce me but she's a live like a geeky weird librarian and it'll be like shots of her in a bra and stuff and so I've just stopped opening because I'm like you know this girl's nuts and it's just unanswered message after unanswered message and she keeps messaging me even when I don't respond and then like I'll respond once because I feel bad but it's just so awkward and it's like and she's like she wished my mom a happy birthday instead of yesterday I was like yo so I mean it's just it's pretty funny but also starting to creep me out that she's not <laughs> taking taking a hint and she's she's like a, this a librarian with like an English accent and so <laughs> the videos are like kind of funny because she has this like huge like um, vocabulary and stuff, and it's just it's it's funny. But I'm a, I'm about to block this person, um, so hopefully they don't listen to this. But I'm getting real like Joe from You vibes from this girl. So um, I'm kind of that's that's what happened to me the last week. Are you crackling something? By the way, it sounds like you're like rolling paper up or some shit. No, my hands are no. I'm just <laughs> I'm like just sitting in bed right now. Oh, okay. Maybe it's your earphones. Um, but yeah, no, I was going to say, man, I'm, th- like this story, so I'm turned on by this story right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? A librarian that's sending you provocative photos. That's like every man's dream. This sounds like the greatest thing ever. Yeah, even, if she, like- even if she is a stalker, there's still, well, in my mind, it sounds great. I know it's not really because stalking's not really cool. Like that stuff does get annoying. But from an outside perspective right now, this sounds kind of dope. I'm not going to lie. No, it's definitely like, <laughs> I'm, I'm now I'm afraid that this is going to be heard too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, like in the yeah. back, I've, I've been holding back here and I, I can't like do it with full transparency right now. Cause I'm like, Oh, in the back of my head, it's still like, uh Oh, and stuff. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It just, it's really bizarre. And no, it's definitely not not sexy i mean trust me i have a, like an older librarian fantasy my whole life and it's not being fulfilled right now let me tell you that much like it's putting me off librarians and fuck i don't even i haven't even been able to read the last week because i just keep thinking about it. it's the opposite that's of that. so, so funny yeah i mean it's going same soccer is too much but it's just I've, I've never had someone who can't take a hint like this holy like i mean honestly i want to give her some props though like i wish and actually, I don't. But like to just keep message after message of after not being responded to is wild. Like there's six unanswered messages there, it's, and just like keep saying it each day. I'm like, yo, this is nuts. So trust me, you would, it would you wouldn't be fulfilled from this. I think it's because in my mind, I'm probably projecting one of like the hottest librarians that I could think of in my mind wearing like the shortest skirt and like sending me provocative photos. So I think that's why. Right now, in my mind, it sounds amazing. I'm sure <laughs> you dealing with it is probably not even remotely close to what I'm describing. This is, and this is this is a common story though, too, where your fantasy doesn't end up being like 
So, so like I've had this, I've I've had this numerous times with things I think I would like where I'm like, oh, that was that was oh, not yeah. good. <laughs> like when I when I got proposed to do the porno, like the oh, yeah. porno. Yeah, yeah, in my mind that shit sounds great. Like that shit sounds amazing. I would love to do that, but uh, the reality was not. Yeah, the reality of the situation did not really fulfill what i was thinking in my mind afterwards that's so that's like i that's um that was like when i was like 20 i had my older lady fantasy come true and i was like 2021 and was like a 40 something year old or whatever and i was like i was at that point i was like in my huge milk stage or whatever and the whole process of that night like she finally invited me over and everything and my fantasy was not filled like the sex was bad uh i hit my head on the on the on the bedboard and started bleeding places and then her Jesus. son ran and then her 18 year old son came in the room the next morning um who was who i was only three or four years older than at the time um so that was also ruined my my mature like mom uh milf lady fantasy too so don't you know? Don't don't live your dreams sometimes. Sometimes better to just have those and never fulfill them. They tell you not to meet your heroes because yeah, you exactly. become disappointed. Dude, that's yeah. gotta be so awkward to have her eighteen-year-old son come through afterwards. And was the sex bad on her part, or was it just because like, or was it more so you were just like drunk? Because like drunk sex can be bad no. sometimes. Also, like I don't know when you're like twenty, like an older lady's body when you're twenty is not dope and what you're used to. Like. Be fair enough, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the reality of like porn versus like that, it was still just, it was like I don't know, it just did not. It just didn't meet your expectations. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, she wasn't bad looking or anything, but you could tell she had a few children come through that hallway. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) And one of them met you the next day. So yeah, oh my god, it was just terrible. And then she ended up being kind of crazy too and stuff. So. Uh, that <laughs> that's way. when you should that's when you should have blamed them like this is all your fault <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you ruined her <laughs> uh, i'm gonna be a new dad oh my god but yeah so that's why i'm like you know what i'm just these fantasies aren't aren't fulfilling me so fair just enough, like fair everything enough. else in life <laughs> oh man but yeah this is episode 114 Anyways, if, I don't, if i don't show up next if i go missing it's not it's it's not me disappearing. I've been murdered, <laughs> or you've just been captured and you're in some underground sex dungeon or some shit. Yeah, see that used to be a fantasy too, but still. <laughs> Man, the fact that you brought up that she's a librarian really does give me like those Joe from You vibes. Now, like I'm really yeah. thinking like every time you're in the library, she's like purposely doing something in order to kind of get near you, which is really really uh funny in my mind right now so we just like i talked i was just like oh like i actually like we had a conversation the only conversation we had was like yo i like i I was like i really like the library like it's just you know it's the last (laughs) place you can just go and chill you don't have to worry about like we were just talking about how good public libraries are and stuff and then she starts talking sending like snaps and stuff like all the time of her in the library and that and like setting up the phone and walking towards the ph- it's just it was weird it's all weird so Wait, how did she get your info like she got your ig through your name she searched and added you that was that it or yeah she just like i think she i think I'm, I'm i didn't give it to her i know that so somehow um she saw me and stuff too so i don't i don't know maybe it 
Yeah, like I'd seen her for a while. Like I met her like eight months ago. Like I didn't give her any, per- like I wasn't interested in like that or any way. And that, so, and then I kept coming once in a while. And we finally talked. And I was just like, but it was no flirting or anything at all. And I was just like, okay. And then she just starts shooting her shots so hard in my DM. So it's like, okay. Oh man, the life, the life you live, man. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, <laughs> some of the shit you've been through, bro. Holy. <laughs> Light skin but, problems, <laughs> but yeah, this is episode 114 of the Pops Culture Podcast. As always, guys, if you do see a huge favor, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms as iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. This is going to be the last episode of 2021 for us. So yeah, we'll go out with a bang, I guess, and see you guys in the new year. Um, to start off, because since we are talking about women, relationships, sex, all that shit, did you know that there is a ball smashing kink out there? Like I'd heard of this, like a ball smashing kink, oh. like guys who want their balls to be like their testicles to be destroyed. Yeah, the, there, there's. I remember I got traumatized because there's one with a girl with high heels on. And oh my god, the guys, balls. Dude, I discovered this video at work and I was absolutely mind blown at how crazy of a thing this is because I've heard about this before, but I didn't think it was this extreme. I thought it was just like in high school, there's a girl actually who was telling us that one guy had proposed to her that she should punch him in the nuts because like he enjoys it. And that was like very cringe for me. I was like, man, what the fuck? But yeah, she was telling us that like some dude wanted um, her to do that to him so i knew it existed but when i like actually saw one of the videos of how like insane it is i was just mind blown like there's this one where this girl he, i guess his testicles are in this entrapment like go through the circular thing and she literally just jumps and stomps on it i could not watch like anymore after that after i saw that part i literally had to close the window and like not even continue doing what I was supposed to be doing, but it was mind boggling that someone would even do that. I was in pain. I was like watching the video and like crying. Like there's, there was legit tears in my eyes because of the fact that I had to see this video. Like it was nuts. We go back to you saying you watched this at work. Yeah. So, I mean, part of my work is because I work on social media. Like I do have to see some of the uh, not great stuff that people post online. So sometimes that stuff does pop up during like my work and shit. Okay. So uh, it's not wait, like it I, I'm not doing it for enjoyment. Did it <laughs> like, pop up via work? Yeah. So like we get, we oh. have like a workflow. So like they give us a certain amount of uh, like tasks to do. And sometimes those tasks involve like pornography images or videos and stuff like that. Hello? Okay. Okay. Gotcha. It's like, what? The guys are fucking, yo, can you hear me? Yeah, you like just didn't say anything for a while. <laughs> oh no, I, I was just listening. I was, um, no, yeah, that's okay. That makes sense. It's like slow down there, partner. Like what? You're watching ball crushing <laughs> videos? Fucking <laughs> hold up there, buddy. <laughs> I'm gonna stop you right there, pal. Oh, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I've, man. I, I I like I end up on the weird part of the internet lots of times, especially when I'm like bored in the middle of the night. Um, <laughs> Like, you know, one link after another and stuff, too. So I've, I've seen some of some of those, too. And it's, oh, yeah, it's it's painful, man. 
Dude, I heels, I couldn't even imagine. The fact that you even said that, like, in my mind right now, like, I'm cringing at that. Like, that hurts me so deeply in my soul to even men think that someone enjoys it. It's, man, we're fucked. We're like, weirdos. Like, actually, so fucked, man. Like, and usually, because even when women are doing this stuff, it's because they're being, like, talked into it by women. Like, I mean, by men. You know what I mean? Like, even when women do the fucked up shit, it's mainly... Because they're doing it for like money, or like their husband wants them to and stuff. Like, yeah, you know. I mean, some of them enjoy it for sure. I'm sure they enjoy the act of being I mean, able to do yeah, that. Obviously, there's but... fucking depraved women. I'm just saying, though, man, are just like the fact that these can like there's enough of it to become fetishes is yeah, ninety percent on men for 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 one. Like even like even the cash thing doesn't make sense to me. Like turned on by like being financially abused like that there's yeah, a that makes zero like, sense like there's thousands <laughs> thousands of men out there that like that like it's enough to like that people's jobs and stuff and just like they like to be financially abused and it's like what the fuck is wrong with them? I mean, like the fact that cuck is so big that there's millions essentially probably of fucking like white men that want to see like their girls get smashed by black dudes too is just insane as well so men are just depraved and it's science yes like why wouldn't you want to be that guy in that situation like i don't i don't know some kinks like they, they they're trying to make kinks a little bit more acceptable it's like nah some of these really need to be shamed and get the fuck yeah. out of here oh man and, yeah don't and that ball busting like, one I, I, is definitely one of them like get the fuck out of here with that shit yeah I'll, i mean i'll kink shame anything like I don't, it's not like i'm gonna fucking like attack you but i i can tell you it's weird like you know what i mean like i'm not just because oh that's what they enjoy okay well it's still fucking weird like yeah yeah i'm gonna shame every kink that i don't like because it's weird yeah absolutely it's like the, the money one also doesn't even make sense to me either because i can understand i can understand like a guy wanting to be kind of like dominated maybe like slapped around a little bit like that one I, I can kind of accept, but the fact that you want to lose money and have a woman like walk all over you and shit like that, or be completely like be pegged or shit like that, like man, like I don't know, y'all are y'all are on a whole another fucking level of of sickness that I can't even comprehend. But oh, for sure, and the internet is just oh yeah, just people to all of it. <laughs> Yeah, just just making shit making shit that much more weirder. And and speaking about weirder too, like I can't believe that this week was the week that we found out that Nancy Reagan is apparently a throat goat. Like, oh yeah, she, that's so funny. She's, she's she's literally one of the best head givers out there, according to I don't know I don't know where the original story came out from, but the fact that Twitter blew it up and made it an entire meme about shit was so funny because they started grabbing photos of literally her beside every famous person that's kind of been out there and they're like oh this photo makes a like a lot more sense now like there's one of her and mr t and i think she's sitting on mr t's lot oh yeah there's, yeah, a, that's a, there's a video too one. so yeah if you were like oh mr t knew what she was all about that's why she's in this situation and then i think there's another one as well too where they're at a they're at some kind of event and Nancy is trying to talk to someone famous. I can't remember who it is off the top of my head. But um, Ronald Reagan is, like, not having it. Like, he's trying to pull her away from whoever he's talking to. So they're just saying that, yeah, she was probably giving that dude some neck some, somewhere down the line. And uh, Ronald caught wind of it or some shit like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I, I saw that was one of my uh, favorite things about the last week or whatever. Uh, everyone, like, all these Gen Zs and stuff, too, calling her throat goat, and that uh, was pretty funny. Uh, is- it's funny. It's, it's funny, too, because so she was basically the president at one point because by the end of it, Reagan was out of it. He had Alzheimer's and dementia, and she was calling the shots. So you had the throat goat, essentially, like, being president for the last two years of his um his go at it too so that's what makes it even funnier like apparently she was like one of the most involved in like in like powerful first ladies too so the fact that she got there from the gluck gluck is uh is pretty funny too but very american brand so yeah um that, that was that was a good move. that shit like on twitter is what twitter is about like yeah, just people finding the best moments like they're so lighthearted too like you know everyone like it can bring together conservatives and liberals too as well like you know everyone's just like that you're getting good laughs and everyone's just trying to frame it in a different way and stuff and that's the like as this, this is to say that's that's what twitter's there for the highlight of it and stuff yeah that's the best part of twitter that's twitter at its peak when everyone kind of joins yeah. in on the same joke and there's none of that you know, people are judging you for making a joke and be like, oh, you're going too far or you're taking it too far. But they're trying to police you on like whatever you're saying. It's the best when everyone comes together, makes a joke. We all know we're in for it, in with it on the same joke. We're all like laughing about it. Everyone's trying to have their own perspective and their own memes that are coming out about it. It was like similar to the same thing when Durant had those ashy ankles and he kind of was in on the joke too. He had to like respond and be like, yo, I'm at the point where I'm going to start calling you, uh, calling all you guys broke and shit like that. Like I'm going to pull up the broke card. Yeah. But literally everyone was just like clowning him on the fact they had ashy ankles and coming up with a whole bunch of different shit. And like, that was a moment as well too, where Twitter kind of came together and it was jokes. So you that, know what that's, I, go ahead, go ahead. You know what I was, I was, I was reminded too about this week was the same thing, the, the 20 to 30 wild boars and his children. I was reading that one again this week, so I was laughing. And then that's kind of the same thing, too. Even conservatives are like, what the fuck? Like, and everyone just laughing on that together. So, yeah. Twitter yeah that, has shit, a, that shit was hilarious. Twitter has a high ceiling and a very low floor. Like, yeah, you can get some yeah, really great yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like you know most things you go on other shit it's like okay standard base like instagram meme yeah meme, instagram just like yeah instagram's just like Facebook, very mad it's like, like your whatever yeah. family like you know blah blah, blah. twitter people like complain they're like everyone's insane but it's also like you get some of the goat shit like out of there too like twitter's just a fucking roller coaster like you have no yeah. idea what you're gonna get into <laughs> that day like sometimes you're like this is insane like, people are arguing about fucking J.K. Rowling and, like, trans and stuff. I'm like, I didn't sign up for this today. Like, you know what I mean? And then, but then you get something like Nancy Reagan being the throat goat, and it's like, this is what I'm here for. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be yeah, yeah, yeah. Potter and, tra- and, like, trans rights right now. But um, here's, here's this, this, this is what I come to Twitter for. Like, that. So, yeah, people clown it, but it's got a, it's got a high ceiling to get some good stuff. Yeah, that's actually, that's actually the perfect, um, what do you call it? Daddy? Uh, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> what? <Just> call me <laughs> daddy? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, frame. That's actually the perfect frame. Like, the fact that it has such a high bar, like a high ceiling that it can reach, and at the same time, too, it's also one of the lowest, like, cesspools that you could actually dump, yeah. jump into as well. So that's, like, a perfect frame for it. But 
Yeah, I don't know. The ceiling reminds me of like the old days of Twitter, though. I remember back when Twitter was like actually fun, fun, where no mm-hmm. one really gave a shit about like people's mental health or whatever. Yeah, so we the were just, Wild West, man. Yeah, the Wild West. We were just letting jokes fly and shit, and like even the celebrities were in on it and shit too. Like that was oh, the best yeah. time. I, I I still miss those days. And people were like, oh yeah, it was so toxic back then. It's like, man, motherfucker, we didn't even know what toxic was. We were just yeah, here to fucking laugh at shit. Like that's all yeah, it was. It was just jokes people getting bullied real well like it was just yeah yeah was, man like 2009 2010 11 twitter was fucking the wild Peak. wild west yeah man like it was oh it was yeah they hadn't discovered like businesses hadn't discovered it yet and yeah and like it wasn't just like journal like journalists and whatever and and it was wild because it was the new like we had just got facebook so Twitter seemed like a new thing, so you had everyone on it. Like you know, mo- like everyone joined Twitter, and then most people were like, "Okay, I'm not like I yeah, don't they either stayed or they left." So, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. it got filtered out, and it's only like the loud mouse who kept it. But at that time, it was like everyone. So like everyone was trying to like be fucking send out the most wild shit, dear diary type of stuff, and we didn't have a handle of social media yet. It wasn't all about full profit. So it was a pretty pretty good time. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely amazing. I miss it. Then all those fucking Tumblr kids came but the, in. You know what I feel bad screwed. for? It, I feel bad. Well, this also happened to me. Is that like change that happened? Like I, I didn't pick up enough on. Okay, schools are starting to get it. And blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know, so you're still <laughs> so you're still sending those shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in 2000, <laughs> you're in 2009 Twitter mode, and but it's the year 2013, and I'm like ah fuck, I got got. Like, my university saw my t- tweets, like, one of the things, I had to fucking write an apology letter and take down my account and everything. I was like, fuck, I, someone should have warned me here. And then my friends were like, we all warned you. What are you talking about? I told you, so I was, why do you guys talking? Like, what? And, like, everyone has been warning for you for, like, a year, man. And I was like, okay, fair enough. Yeah, my old handle used to be Papa That Nigga. And then, like... Eventually, I realized I can't be rolling with that because it, when professional people end up seeing my whatever Twitter name, whatever, I gotta, I gotta switch that up. But yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, remember, you can have like your own background and stuff too, like background pictures. I'd always make it some wild shit, um, like in the Twitter background, like you had a poster wall there and stuff. It was always other people could see it when they went to your page and that, and it was like, oh. And at, at the time, I had it. Like, Wait, you mean the header? No, no, there were like in the background where you actually tweet like that. Oh, like, I don't, I don't even remember if I used that or if I was like in for that. Yeah. I joined in like 2011. I don't know if it was still there. No, because it was 2011. Oh, I didn't, I didn't use it then because <laughs> I got suspended for <laughs> what you put in your back. Um. Oh, at the time it was I was making a joke. It was a fucking. <laughs> it was um, slaves being hung. <laughs> Oh my god! Don't ask, don't ask why. And it was at the time too. I was like, "Oh my god!" And technically, I got suspended for racial insensitivity <laughs> for it. it like, oh. So it was, yeah, it was some wild shit. Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, it was, it was slaves being hung, and then it was like, "Don't let white people forget" or something like that. <laughs> uh, oh man, that's crazy. But. Yeah. yeah, I mean, also, also speaking of crazy, these fucking inflation prices are absolutely astronomical now. Like, it's I, like I knew. Obviously, inflation has always kind of been going on for the past few years, but now it's just to the point where shit is absolutely ridiculous. Like, 
I remember someone was telling me that they paid $9 for a deodorant stick, which is absurd. I've also realized that unless I go to Dollarama, like, yeah. I, I was bought, about to say, I, that's all I do now. That's the only yeah, way yeah. To, to, <laughs> to survive. I, I go to Dollarama first to see what I can't, like, get there, and then I go get other things. But, like, you can get, I go, that's the only way you can skip inflation now. Yeah, which which is true, but there's there's only certain things you can get from Dollarama because other things they're not gonna they're not gonna serve you well if you get them from Dollarama. There's a couple of things you can get away with to get there, but there's some other shit that you just you absolutely need to go to an actual store to get. But oh, for sure. But in University Day or like when I was back, even in Toronto, we're in, we're in grad school. I fucking didn't even have a choice. I was like, I have to go with the dollar yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. stuff. Like, there's nothing I can do here. Like, I'm I'm getting fucking spaghettios from the dollar store. I'm like, <laughs> all right, oh, here we go. And I remember Minya. Remember that girl, the Minya or whatever? Yeah, Minya. Yeah, yeah. I, I was telling her, I was like, I was like, uh, how I like I buy dinner there, and she looks at me. She's like, are you, are you like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, like, <laughs> I, I get all my dinners from the dollar store, Minya. Like, like, and she's like, no, are you serious? So I was like. Yes, I'm serious, man. What do you mean? Like at the end, I I've run out of student loan. Like, what do you want me to do? And she just looked at me like appalled. I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't have rich Asian parents. Like, <laughs> yeah. I eat spaghettios every single day from the dollar store. Like, I, 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 it's just what it is. I have no choice. Like, it's called being poor. And she was like, she was, I think she offered me money. <laughs> Pretty sure she offered to let me borrow money or something. Oh man. Yeah, no, she was funny. Um, but yeah, she's probably the last person to understand. Like, I, I mean, to, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I've been broke as shit too, and even I wouldn't eat like spaghettio from from Dalrama. Like, um. so I mean, that is next level. That's a different level than I've experienced, to be honest. But I understand it. Like, if you're coming from Van, like you're living in Toronto and it's mad expensive and you're relying on student loans, like I get it. Like you gotta do what you gotta do to survive. So it makes sense. Like I can understand it. I'm not shaming you for yeah, saying it. Was like, it was like it was incomprehensible to her. But yeah, like, I can see, know, like, yeah, I can see how she could not understand that whatsoever. Like But like they have like the end, like I get noodles there. Like you're gonna eat Mr. Noodle anyway. But you still eat Mr. Noodle. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Noodle, yeah. You five yeah, of them for a dollar. And she's like, yeah. like she's like, she's like, I didn't even know you could get food at the dollar store. I was like, Minnie, I do all my grocery shopping at the dollar store. What do you mean? Everything like, <laughs> oh, expired, but it's fine. So, um, yeah, but I do. That's. I mean, I'll always do that though. Even when I'm not poor, like, oh yeah, for sure, Dollarama, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. The shit I I can get from there, like you know, like you you mentioned detergent. Detergent's not bad though. You can get good detergent yeah. at Dollarama. Like I go there to get my detergent because it's affordable. Like it you makes got sense. Soft I'm toilet not... paper too. Like they have. The yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know about that, man. I'm not doing that shit. I'm not they trusting them on the t- TP. Nah, nah, I'm still not trusting them on the, on the TP. The that's, same, man. that's too far, bro. It's the same. The TP for me is too far. I'm gonna I'm hold off on that one. It's got but... good candles too. Like I'm like yeah, yeah, candles. Yeah, white yeah. people are paying like thirty bucks for candles. So I'm like dollar store has candles. Yeah. You get for like three bucks so yeah um so yeah yeah i mean it, it is it is a great story it's definitely a saving grace for the working class people because right now like the middle class doesn't really exist bro like the middle class is fucking being disintegrated and shit um but i, I, I love guys. the radicalization of you <laughs> and it's over some it's over some basic actions like shit that you can't really avoid like you have to eat like you need food so like 
food is essential. So the fact that we're getting fucked over by food and gas, which is also pretty essential for a lot of people. Like if you have a car and you need to drive to get places, you, you have no option but to pay the gas prices. Like you can't be like, no, I'm not paying gas. I'm just going to take the street car or whatever. The idea of you having the car is because you're probably traveling to like further places in order to get there. Yeah. So it's like you have no other choice but to do that. So it's kind of fucked up that those are the two things that are really hurting people. The most. I mean, like rent obviously sucks dick too because like you need someone to live. So that was already being fucked up. But I think now that on top of rent, we're adding also like necessities on top of that are going up a lot is way worse than just rent alone. So like looking looking at the like from the the worst though is seeing how much people in like the 70s and 80s were paying for houses and stuff like in Toronto and Vancouver and just being like it's pure it's literally the only difference is like we we work longer and harder hours and have to pay like literally a hundred times the amount for this that same house that people were getting in the 70s and 80s. I don't understand how people aren't like way more outraged that life like that's insane like imagine being able to buy like a house in downtown toronto for like it would take like five years of work to pay it off um back in the in the in the like 70s and stuff and now it would take a lifetime um just for a condo you know yeah like it's it just like it's fucked man like in the 40s too like 50s like man they're the average salary was like fifteen hundred bucks, and then a house was like three thousand. Like you can pay it off in two years. Like what the fuck? Ugh. I think the issue here, in terms of people not being outraged because we're kind of lulled by it, is that we we have so much more access to like regular distractive shit. So like like everyone can get everyone can essentially get Netflix. Like whether you pay for it or not, you can yeah. probably get access to Netflix. You probably have some sort of electronic, like a laptop or a TV or some shit. So like you, you still feel like you're not necessarily like broke down and down. Like you, you don't feel like you're broke, broke. You like you know you're not rich, yeah. but you don't feel like you're broke, broke. So it's like you're kind of comfortable in that aspect of being. Oh, for sure. In that, so I think that's kind of what's changed a little bit in terms of like They're people just- not. Being pissed, like people are, people are pissed for sure. I think now people are definitely getting more yeah. pissed. Yeah, it's just like it's just, a little bit more harder for people to expect. actually. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit harder for people to actually take action um, at the it's moment. A little bit but harder. it's like impo- Like you're if you if you if you're gonna take action, like you'll you're gonna let, have to like lose everything. You know what I mean? And and probably nothing will come out of it. Like you can't take time off work. You can't like you know you. If it doesn't go well, then you're just fucked. Like there's just it's too like people. That's but that's why they want it. Like they want it. Like the the fucking rich people and that want it. So it's in, we're incapable of like you know changing anything because we're so stuck on just surviving. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like well, we do have some action. Like you know, the Great Resignation after well, the pandemic's still fucking going on apparently now, but. With uh, us coming out of it for a little bit, like people not going back to their shitty jobs and then them having to kind of raise, raise the prices. I mean, that did help a little bit. And I think that's still ongoing. Like people are still like not yeah, it's still, choosing no, to go back to those to those jobs. So uh, I think that's that's something that's kind of helped us in terms of like taking action. And hopefully that can continue to grow. Because I mean, Biden just recently said that he's not, he's like, he's reinstating uh, the student loan shit. So I don't know. From what I see on Twitter, a lot of a lot of motherfuckers are like pissed about that shit because obviously he said he was trying to cancel them, and now he's saying 
he's not now he's saying he's yeah, taking well, off the hold from like not paying them back. Um, so essentially, people are gonna have to start paying them back and shit. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's been a, that's been a pretty big story too. I just yeah no I mean you're stupid if you think Biden was gonna do anything about that though like, dude you know what's on, even you know what's even worse too is that there's so many people beforehand because of what Trump did or whatever that these people were coming out and when Biden got elected they were so happy that they were crying on camera and shit and being like <laughs> and we're cheering on and we said this too we were like yo I can't believe that Biden like that people actually love Joe Biden like this. Yeah. So the fact that people have like those videos out, because I saw I saw two of them resurface. One being the Van Jones one, the guy who the black guy on CNN, and then this other one of this like black woman who I guess she just like she's a citizen, but she posted a video. And she was like, "Yes, Joe, yes, you're gonna help us get out oh, of this." Yeah. And she was like, she was like crying in tears. I'm gonna say, you guys are so imagine being excited. You're so Joe stupid. Biden. Yeah, like you guys are so dumb. Like nothing's gonna change. That's- Not really gonna do this shit. Like. That's see, those are my conspiracies. Like they get so like they that's how they get like someone like Joe Biden is how they keep like the status quo. They get such a bad person like Trump and they're like, okay, <laughs> like all the rich people, like billionaires are happy with Joe Biden. Like he's gonna fucking protect them. Like it's fine. Like they're scared of guys like Bernie Sanders and shit who will like fuck things over. So that's yeah. where my conspiracy lies there. Like imagine be how out of touch reality you have to be excited about Joe Biden um changing anything. Are you kidding me? So that was not surprising at all. And then, yeah, I mean, those are my student loans. So I don't, but you got to be idiotic to think they're going to stay in the state. So, yeah, I just signed up for another six months of relief of student loans over here. (laughs) Every six months. Ding. Ding. They don't even follow up, too. They're like, I wish I could go back on that shit, man. Yo, maybe I should try that. Now that you, if you mention that, and now that you mention that, I should probably try that. See what they say. I do it all the time. I do that all the time. We go zero dollars, and they never even checked. Like I was making money all summer. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not paying this yet, and they and DC wiped off interest, so there's no incentive for me to fucking to pay it back now. Right, right now, I'm like, why, uh, why would I do that? Like, there's no interest. <laughs> see you guys later. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should try that. And see what happens if I go on that six month thing. Because mine right now is like four. It's like they take it out of my account without. Yeah, like, regardless Dude, of what so I do, easy. you just put it in. And but, boom. I've never, I've, I've signed up for like five times. I've never been rejected. But the thing life. is, though, is because I'm working, I have to show like my last few months, though. So to apply, like you got to show at least, I think it's like the month or two of yeah, like the month before of what they, you did. Yeah, the month before. Yeah, the next time, if you quit or two or anything, or the month before you don't, you make less or whatever. Yeah, then yeah, apply. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've lied I on it tons of times. <laughs> and never been caught. So. Like I've. I've committed tax fraud for sure. Oh man! I, uh, oh shit! Yeah, there was one too. Like, what else did I do? I was on unemployment insurance. You're not allowed to leave the country while you're on it. <laughs> I was fucking on a plane in Colombia, like living the good life, man. Like, oh, and then I just my my I just get nineteen hundred bucks every two weeks. I was like, bam! Like, those were good times, man. Those were good times. Yeah, that's so blessed though to just be like yeah. on vacation chilling and oh. then something like. The money hits your account, and you're in Colombia too. So it's like sitting on the beach on my Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. you're like, how much money? You're like, where are you right now? I was like, I'm in Vancouver. <laughs> Literally has some fucking Latina on my lap right now in Colombia on the beach. It's <laughs> dirt that, cheap too. Like, give me that government money. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I've been paid to fucking for four months to live in Colombia. Yeah, my and it's like was like five hundred bucks. Exactly. 
Yeah, exactly. Like you're not paying, you're not breaking the bank to be out in Colombia too. So. Yeah, we're gonna have to fucking delete this episode, <laughs> <laughs> bro. You just admitted tax fraud. <laughs> what are they gonna do? Fucking garnish my wages? Like, all right, like the the, the pops culture podcast is yeah, purely <laughs> entertainment. There is no value. Uh, there's no value of truth that comes from. That's this what I'm podcast. telling everyone too. They're like, I'm like, it's it's a it's a comedy podcast. We're characters. Like. <laughs> I'm a fuckboy character. I haven't actually done any of this stuff. It's a, I'm a character. I'm an actor, baby. I'm uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, back when I had to like, answer for some of the shit I was saying on the pod, oh, that's literally what I'd go to. I'm just like, bro, it's a podcast. I gotta, I gotta embellish stuff, make stuff entertaining. It's gotta be somewhat funny. So, oh, so yeah. like, I don't want to actually do that. It's just like, you know, just some thoughts I had. So... <laughs> Yo, you know, okay, you know how some actors are method actors, like they live that person for months though to play yeah. that role. Yeah, that's me. I'm a method <laughs> podcaster, so I have to be a fuck boy in order oh, to. Man. I'm in character all the time. That's all. Like Chris, like Chris Delia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh man. Wow. I can't, just, believe, I can't believe you took that role though like after knowing what he's done like why would you, why would you take that role bro you're gonna be an absolute <laughs> psychopath you're like oh, i can get what get away with this yeah oh fuck that yeah that is bold i forgot about that oh my god all right anyways all right let's move on to some uh music some easier topics uh i don't know if you heard tory lane's new album but man, that shit slaps, bro. Like that shit is really? so fucking no, good. It. It's uh he basically he's done like an 80s rendition of a bunch of songs. Or not rendition, he's done an 80s album. So it's 80s inspired music, but with a little bit more current like beats and stuff like that. So it's a mix of like current beats, but like 80s as well, too. Uh and it's it blew my like I didn't, okay, it didn't blow my mind, but it was definitely not what I expected because he put out a uh, single not too long ago and when i heard it i was just like man you just sound like you're ripping off the weekend right now and that's like that's been something in his career where people have always said or compared him to other people because they said that he sounds like those people and in this case i was like man this definitely sounds exactly like what the weekend sounds like so when i heard that song i was kind of off put by it but then when i actually got into the album because one of my boys kind of hit me up about it uh I listened to it and I was like, man, this is actually really good. So whenever you get the chance, bro, I definitely would say like tune into tune into that Tory to, uh, album. I think it's called yeah, uh, it something Prom Night. I can't remember what the name is. Uh, but yo, do you, do you you listen to that Russ album though, right? Yeah, I did. Fuck. I did. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's, the features are flames. Um, the beats are pretty good. I, I, I honestly try to fast forward Russ as much as possible. Um, so, like, I went through the whole thing and fast forwarded most of Russ's lyrics just to get to, like, Lloyd Banks and people. Uh, but, I mean, it was still, yeah, fuck, I have to admit it was pretty good. Oh, I feel violently <laughs> ill for saying that. Yeah, I couldn't. I still haven't been able to bring myself to listen to it. I'm definitely going to. I just, last week, I was just, I don't know. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. So... I'm going to definitely listen sometime soon. Because um, like you said, the features on that, and we went over it last week, the features, the producers, all that look incredible. So I, d- I definitely have to peep it. But it's just hard for me to be 
pro Russ. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm in the same boat as you, but it, yeah, I, I mean, I can't be one of those people that just hates the hate. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I've definitely I, enjoyed I one of his like, songs for sure, but I, yeah, I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna go back and listen to it a lot, um, just because it's still the guy's album, but. It's definitely good. Like, if I was a Russ fan, I'd be fucking riding this hard. <laughs> I don't know what fuck a Russ fan is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Imagine being a Russ fan. Oh. Yeah, I could not imagine, man. I don't even want to imagine that, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, NBA, your boy broke the three-point record. Steph Curry, the greatest shooter of all time. We all knew it was only a matter of time before he surpassed Ray Allen. Um, but Huge accomplishment. He definitely changed the game of basketball from the moment he hopped onto that court. So he's up there in terms of one of the greatest ever, for sure. Um, Definitely the best shooter of all time. It's going to be interesting to see if someone could potentially break that record, Um, seeing as how guys who are coming into the league now because of him are shooting the three a certain way. For example, I think the next – closest person to possibly break that record would be Trey Young just because he shoots the same volume um, of threes that he does and kind of plays a similar style. So I think he would be an interesting one to see. I don't necessarily know if he will do it, but it would be interesting to see who ends up coming close to him. And he's not even close to being done. He's at two, I think it was like two, seven, nine, four. I think that's what the number was like 2,794. He's only what? 31 or 32. 33 now. Okay, so or, yeah, but he still his, got a good four or five years. I would yeah, say. his style, his style of play is not going to be diminished by by age as much as uh, as much as other people's styles are. If anything, like towards the end, the very end of his career, he could just become like a spot up shooter or something like that too. So for sure, if he play, if he wanted to play like to 40, 41, I think he could like a yeah, type, I could see him play. Role. Yeah, I could I could see him play, uh, that. but. Uh, but he's also like a fan guy and like when he's not prime, I could see him maybe walking away, but yeah, I'm interested to see how that goes. And I, yeah, I think some people will pass the amount of threes he have has eventually like break that record, but no one will have like the percentage and, and be it like, I don't, I honestly don't know if we'll ever see a shooter as good as him just because the volume's gone up so much. Like Steph played three years of college and then was injured for a couple of years too right like missed a lot of yeah, games yeah, yeah. and he wasn't he didn't have the green light the first couple shoot of years the way, the way yeah, yeah. now yeah so I, I could see someone coming up like off the curry like someone in high school right now breaking that record eventually but um i don't think like the difficulty of the shots and then like for him to, have to shoot the most difficult threes out of any three-point shooter and to have like the highest percentage is pretty crazy too yeah, that's another thing. His percentage is insane. He averages for his career, I think it's like 42 or 41%. And that's yeah, it's like 41, mind, that's mind-boggling. For, for the threes he shoots, which is like the most <laughs> typical in the league by far. So it's pretty nuts. Yeah, I think league averages like I think it's gone up in the past few years. I think it's like 37 now, but it used to be 35. And before that it was 32. Like it was 32, then it was 35. Now I think it's 37. Cool. But the fact that he shoots for just three point uh, shooting percentage, like average league wide. Yeah. So oh, I think yeah, now yeah. that I think now that he like well not now, but the fact that he averages forty is just absurd. Like that's mind boggling. So yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I think he's probably gonna touch like by the time his career is done. I think he touches four K easily. 
Like I think he's probably going to finish like four, four thousand like three hundred or four thousand four hundred something like that. I would I would assume. So. Yeah, so it'll be. I think a lot of guys. We're going to see a lot of people pass like Ray Allen and Reggie, like Harden and those guys are going to. Yeah, like Harden's going to pass, pass him for sure. Yeah. So, but yeah. Oh. Um, and then yeah, I think that for the most part, it's pretty much it. Just the last few topics, real quick. Elon Musk named Time Person of the Year, which I don't really understand. Like he didn't do anything this year. Like he literally didn't do jack shit other than get richer. So I don't get why he's Time Person's Magazine of the Year. Um, this motherfucker still dodges taxes like a bitch. So I don't get it. Like I don't know. I don't get how that happens. And then the last thing as well, too, NFTs are fucking stupid. Um, I don't understand how people like I get it. We're moving towards a more digital age. And it's like, I guess if you have anything to say against us moving digitally, you're seen as like the old man yelling at the cloud. But there are digital things that I do think are going to be cool in the future. It's just NFTs just essentially stupid. Like right now, they're just a way for rich people to money launder, like be able to hide their money and shit. And they obviously serve zero purpose. Like, there's no purpose to owning a fucking digital picture and being like, hey, this is the only digital picture and I'm the only one who owns it. Motherfucker, I can just screenshot that shit. Like, who, like I wouldn't give a shit if someone owned a digital picture because I'm like, I could just yeah. screenshot it. Like, it, the, the concept behind it is just stupid to me. It just doesn't make any sense. But I get why it exists right now. Because of the fact that we are moving more digitally and it is a way for, you know, people to be able to hide money or for certain people to be able to make money as That's well, like too. That's physical art is, like, the number one use of it is is for laundering money. Like, actual physical art the last, like, 50 years? Is yeah. Like, is to, so now you can just, now it's even easier. It'll just be digital and you can you can do it and stuff. Like, honestly, I can't even bring myself to like i'm so far away from that too and i, I, I you, like everyone's like okay nft to the next thing and like you have, everyone's like trying to i just i'm i'm so like far away from that and like trying to struggle and figure out like just survive and stuff i can't bring myself <laughs> with the cryptocurrency and nft to be like fuck and like i don't know the way people some talk about it too just like you sound like such a fuck like i get why people do it because you know, you got to keep up with everything and stuff, but like, I can't bring myself to fucking do it. Like, just sound such an asshole. Like the cryptocurrency, I'll talk about that all the time and shit. I'm just like, yo, I just, I can't. Like, this is why I'll never be rich. Like, I just, ugh, you know, I just can't do it. Yeah, I think the crypto bros and the NFT dudes are. I think it's the perception online and how they talk about it is pretty dumb. Like that. They don't make it. They don't make it appealing because they they speak from like a holier than now type perspective, which I think is obviously the it's a wrong way to go about anything to get people on your side. Like, yeah, you can't be like, oh yeah, like I'm smarter than you and I understand this and this, um, and like it, it, it's like um, what do you call it? When veganism was first becoming a thing, or when um, what was it? That fitness? What was that huge fitness thing that people were really into? Yeah, CrossFit. 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 <laughs> you know what it, you know what it's like though it's like the it, it's honestly someone said this it's like cryptocurrency is just multi-level marketing for like dudes and bros because and like, <laughs> like in order for it to be worth they have to get other people to invest in that's why they're always yeah right? for like, sure there's yeah you have to have other people that find value in it so and it's space you basically have to trick other people into losing money to like get your money and shit i'm like I'm, that shit's just not me bro 
Yeah, I, I think I think the thing with NFTs too, and why people kind of promote them so much is because they see all these stories of people just becoming like rich millionaires real quick, but they don't really talk about how other people have lost tons of millions of dollars as well too. Like there's, there's definitely been people who've lost a lot of money off of NFTs and crypto as well. So it's like it's not necessarily that you always make money off of this shit. You definitely mm-hmm. lose some as well too. Um, so there is that aspect, but because of the sensationalism of the internet. Everyone just makes it seem like everyone's getting rich real quick and shit. So, oh, yeah. for sure. So I yeah, you. Uh, I mean that's pretty. That's pretty much it for this episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. Uh, pretty big year. Twenty twenty one was. Oh yeah. Was pretty. Um, it was good. I don't know. I don't think it was that bad of a year, to be honest. I mean, we, there was obviously some, some ups and downs. I mean, there's obviously some downs, but for the most part, I think it was mostly up. Uh, outside of maybe the beginning. The beginning was actually no. You know, I take that back. The first few months were a little bit rocky because we weren't sure what was going to happen. But once it started to reopen up again. I think that's where it made the turn for the better. So I'll say the later half, like seven months after so like the first one months were first five months were kind of up and down and then seven months after i think we're pretty good so i i would give it a i'd give it a decent year Peace for yourself buddy <laughs> worst worst year ever what do you mean i came to van yeah, though that was pretty dope <laughs> yeah i'm i actually i didn't experience my um pandemic burnout till this like summer and stuff even though like just with things and I realized holy like I had got such a routine of shit that I didn't go like even though this summer like we were going back to the most normal it ever was at least here I couldn't get out of the pandemic routine and so I think that's what fucked my mental health up yeah like now I could go out and hang out with people but I was just like ah like I couldn't like shake that yeah what I yeah that's, that's true life. too I did for the last year right like I just was like oh like I this is the least I've ever socialized and done anything and like the pandemic and that was okay this is like normal and then i was just like and the last couple months i realized like holy fuck like i'm still in pandemic mode of like just not doing anything or seeing anyone and stuff so i was like oh that so for me it's it was i was still good at the beginning of the year and stuff but i'm just shaking it now yeah, there was a lot of times, too, where I did want to go out, but, like, just couldn't or didn't. So, I mean, I agree with you in that sense. There were, there were definitely some times where I was like, normally I would be going out to do something, but I was just like, I saw no need to really go out and do shit. You would also think so. when you have that opportunity, though, after not having it for so long, you go, like, ham. You know what I mean? But it was the yeah. opposite. I was like, I can't break this routine. Like, it's weird though because there were there was a period where I did like I did go out a lot though like towards the end of the summer and shit I went out quite a bit and even in um even in the winter sorry not the winter but like the fall like October like from September to November I went out quite a bit and I wasn't expecting to like that was when I was like oh I'm gonna start bucking down and not doing shit but a lot of people had either come down to the city or like invited me to some shit so I did go out quite a bit and I think that's where like my mind's like oh yeah you did end up going out. But I guess early on in the summer, I wasn't really going out. I was kind of just like chilling where I was expecting to. Because like once Ooh. shit starts opening up, I was like, man, I'm going to be a slut this summer. Like, I'm going to be out there doing all that shit. And none of that shit really came to fruition until I like until my birthday. That was pretty much it. Like until I started turning up for my birthday, that's when everything started to go like, oh, like now I'm out and about and like meeting people and partying again. But outside of that, 
it was mostly like it was pretty tame. I was like January, sorry, June, July. Um, yeah, those were pretty tame months. Like it wasn't anything too too crazy. So yeah, I don't know. Weird year, but I mean, I did get a lot more like work done in terms of other aspects of my life. So that's a plus. Um, but yeah, let's hope 2022 gets on the right path. It doesn't seem like it is now that like people are like crying about this Omicron shit. It sounds like we're going right back to fucking like at least 2020 levels of of like pandemicness. Even even though we're all pretty much vaxxed, which doesn't make any sense to me, but whatever. I I need to fucking exist. (laughs) I'm gonna go block. I'm gonna block this librarian. (laughs) I'm just gonna fucking do it. Oh man! You know what? No, go go. No, no, that's it. I'm gonna fucking do it. End it. All right. (laughs) And that's that's we'll end the podcast on that. So, uh, big shout out to you guys, everyone who's been listening to us for the past few years in this podcast. Really appreciate it, guys. It's meant a lot to us. Um, Having people tune in regularly, having people discuss with us, having people send topics and all that shit. It's really great. Uh, so yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful vacation. If you happen to be taking a vacation, have a great holiday season and we'll catch you guys back in 2022. Oh, fuck 2022, bro. Yeah, I know, man. Time's looking fine, bro. I still haven't processed like 2020 yet, to be honest. Yeah, no, I know. Here we are. What what year did we start this, the journalism, 2017? Yeah, 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yo, time flies, man. Trust me. Oh. Trust All right, let's me. Get out of here. All right, y'all. Peace. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.